Bible, a Biblicist podcast. So, you know, people outside of the church, and unfortunately people within the church, you know, they often view the church as nothing more than a, a Sunday service that people attend or watch online. And when I say that, I, I want to clarify, like, I'm all in favor of the church gathering. <laughs> We're supposed to gather. And then, of course, in, in light of the, the um, uh, having to go, a lot of churches have been online for a while and, and, and understanding with COVID and all those things as well. And, and I'm thankful for the technology where, where, where churches were able to gather online as well and, and be a part of uh, watching services. Um, but church is more than that. It's uh, more than just a weekly gathering. It's more than just a service that we can watch online, as thankful as I am for those things. And there's many aspects of that we could talk about. But what I'd like to talk about today um, would be the church as a gospel community. And so if you could, Roger, how in light of Scripture would you define the church as a gospel community? Great question. When I think about the church being a gospel community, I think about a unified body sharing the same Mm -hmm. gospel. And so Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm thinking about the gospel and what we're preaching and teaching on a weekly basis to the world and uh, how we're spreading uh, the good news of Christ. And when... um, we're doing that, we should do it in a uh, unified manner. Um, often we get caught up on the, the minute things, the little mm-hmm. things uh, regarding the word, but the ultimate goal is to spread the good news about Christ, is to share the word of God so that that person we're sharing it with will um, have faith, receive faith, and begin to walk in the light of the word and, and, and reach out for a greater connection with our Savior, Jesus Christ. So it's that's what I think about when I think about, you know, the, the church as a, a gospel community, um, as we talk about Christ, as we preach the word um, we're, we're preaching a unified gospel now in light of that or you know well I guess also uh, we're, we're also living <laughs> a unified yeah. gospel so let me explain that That's just good. a little bit yeah absolutely please do take your time we we're living what we are teaching and preaching that same gospel that we uphold um, mm. that we share to the you know with the world we are living it as well so we're living this unified gospel and as those who do not know God who do not know Christ uh, they will see a unified body um, upholding the gospel and also living the gospel so when collectively, when we are um, seeking to live according to God's word wholeheartedly, um, we find ourselves becoming more unified 
as a body and and as we're unified the world will see um, the power of god on a greater scale um, in a different way um, and you know that's my mindset when it comes to talking about um, you know, the church as a, a gospel community we preach it in a unified manner uh, because we want people to connect with Christ and we live it. We have the power through Christ to change those families and change lives, change homes, change work atmospheres. You know, we have that power through Christ. And if we are living the gospel as well as preaching it, uh, whatever change that needs to take place in our lives or in someone else's lives, it can and will happen. Um, I believe that with all my heart, with all faith, because I know God to be real in my life. And he, you know, <clears throat> there's a, a quick, quick testimony. Um, you know, when it, in Florida, um, a while back now, uh, my brother and I, we uh, took a leap of faith, <laughs> in a sense, and we moved to Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, we ended up homeless uh, for a couple of months or so, probably maybe about four months or uh, living out of his truck. Uh, we had a little money, but um, we got down to our last uh $20 and me as a person of faith, a believer, right? Um, I've been, I was going through that entire situation without prayer, without reaching out mm. to God. I, I was so caught up in trying to survive, right? And right. so, um, so, and we both were, we both were. Right. And so, I believe we got down to the last $20 that we had and we went to a food court um, at the mall. And but before that, we were crossing the bridge, headed to the mall um, in his truck. And um, I saw the water and the, the sunshine. And I mean, the sun was shining brighter than uh I ever seen it that morning. Um, I mean, it was a beautiful morning, and 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 all I could think about is God's handiwork, and it dawned on me, oh, I forgot about God <laughs> throughout this whole situation, literally. And so, with a heavy heart, I just bowed my head and closed my eyes as we were crossing that bridge, and I prayed. I prayed for forgiveness. I prayed wholeheartedly um, um, for God's mercy and for God's grace and for his forgiveness and to touch the situation, even though I didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, when we made it to that food court, um, we spent the last $20 and um, a lady comes to us. As a matter of fact, she was actually sitting beside us and um, she comes to us and she says, 
I'll give you a hundred dollars if you pray over your food. <laughs> well, little did she know, my brother shouted, "We did. We already prayed over it. We needed that hundred dollars, you know." <laughs> uh, then she sparked the conversation. You know, that was the hook. She had a. Wow. Uh, uh, she asked us about you know our situation and. You know about us she was basically preparing to share the gospel with us and learn that we were oh, homeless wow. and uh ended up introducing us to a friend of hers who we're still we're still close friends with now today that, that's awesome like that's exactly what we're talking about even into this next question i mean you just gave this story and there's someone that was ready and willing and living out the gospel every day at a food court. <laughs> you know, she, she's there to make a difference and an impact in someone's life, in your life. There's opportunity all around us to live out the gospel. Yeah, it's incredible. Every, every day. day. It's incredible. There is. She, she didn't know us. Wow. She just saw two young men <laughs> who were uh, at the food court. You know, she didn't know we were homeless. She didn't know we were spending our last $20. But I do believe that God touched her heart to turn our way. And, and, and because she was connected to God and had a heart to live the gospel. And, and this is already semi answering the next question which is why is it in this, this this question has two aspects to it and so it's kind of a two for one type question <laughs> and that is why is it important that as believers we do life together right there's that one aspect right so this uh, maybe not as much the evangelistic side of it but uh, as us as believers iron sharpening iron concept this this why is it important that we do life together um, and live out the gospel um, in the everyday stuff of life, like the food court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 a that's an awesome question. Um, it's it's very important, you know, the, the everyday process of life, you know, um, living out the gospel, and. One way, just kind of uh, something that just came to mind, one way in order to do that, one way is um, fellowship. We, um, we have to assemble ourselves together. And you know, that scripture um, in Hebrews, you know, <laughs> you know, forsake not the assembly of yourselves together. Yes. Do. And, and you know, it's not simply just talking about church you know, as right. our today's church, um, traditional uh, approach to church, but it's talking about God's people not being separated and right. uh, coming together uh, in a unified way. And we do that, um, you know, uh, through fellowship, you know, breaking of bread and prayer, you know, um, and, and, and just, and through that, you know, through that day-to-day -day living, going into someone's home um, you become friends with one another mm. and uh, and you know how friends are 
they're going to talk to each other more often than not and they're, they're going to visit each other more often than not this is yes. the body of christ and this is where the body of christ should be um, right. we should be this close um, because of the gospel because of the gospel <laughs> um and we should be able to uh, show, uh, uh, you know, on a day-to-day basis, how uh, how we live out the gospel through our conduct and conversation. This aspect of of doing life together, I often talk about the importance of transparency within the body of believers. Um, that there's got to be an openness, a transparency. Um, not the uh, an authenticity um, and not putting on a show for other people, but they know who we are inside and out. And um, one of the ways that that will occur naturally will be by doing life together. We're brothers and sisters in Christ and we're doing life together. Why would I conceal? Why would I hide? We're, we're all in this sanctification journey as we're pursuing Christ together. Um, why would I hide? Why would I run away from these things? And um, so I think the more we do life together, the more transparent we'll be as well. You look at Hebrews chapter 10, you know, um, where the scripture says, um, I believe it's 24 and 25, of course, um, where let us consider one another in other, one another in order to stir up love and good works. That's yeah. what we do as um, a body of believers. That's what we do as brothers and sisters in Christ. You know, and we don't do that out of fear, and out of separation, um, out of distancing ourselves. But we do that when, because we are friends with one another and we, we fellowship together. We, we can't do that um, from afar, uh, but we have to do it up close. We have to stir up love and good works not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together now as some as, you know as it as is the manner of some but exhorting one another so you know, we have to be uh, we it can be difficult because of the many different types of experiences that we've had in life um you know, I think I said in one Bible study, you know, people hold grudges. God don't. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> you're forgiven. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Amen to so that. don't worry. <laughs> you, you, you just maintain a true connection with God, a genuine connection with God. He knows you're going to fall. He knows you're going to mess up. But as as you know, we experience so many different things in our lives and we, you know, it's it's hard for us to get over these experiences, whether and a lot of them are bad and a lot of them are learned behaviors. And um, and so we we it's we have a hard time. Yeah. But as believers, we can find a way around that through Christ, through the gospel. Yes. 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 And connect with one another, no matter who we are, where we are. So, um, you know, for as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, 
So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. So there's a problem, you know, if we're members of one another, but yet we're pulling those tendons, stretching them so thin that they're about to break because we are going our separate ways and we think of, we think, uh, you know, b due to our own, you know, beliefs and set values, you know, we're separating ourselves in the body of Christ, but we have to be unified in the gospel and also unified in living the gospel. Um, you know, we're members of one another. And so we can embrace that. Paul was talking to the church of Corinth. He wrote to them. He said, now I plead with you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing and that there be no divisions among you. Mm -hmm. but that you be perfectly joined together in the same mind. Peter talks about uh, being of one mind, having compassion for one another, love as brothers, you know, be tenderhearted, be courteous. <laughs> don't get irritated. Mm. Don't get upset. You know, work on those things with your brother, with your sister in Christ. It's so easy to um, preach the gospel to the world and find yourself not living it. Right. Um, it can easily happen. Right. And it has for many. And it's affected the body of Christ in, in, in a bad way. But we have to really uh, look at those practical things of, that are in the word, in the scripture. And um, as someone would say, you know, your life is an open book. And so you find yourself being an open book. People are watching you. You know, I've always been told, you, you know, that I only have two eyes, but there are a whole lot of other <laughs> sets of eyes looking at you, you know. <laughs> you know, you can only see so much with your two <laughs> eyes, but there are many others look watching you. So no matter who you are, where you are, what you're doing, you know, you people are paying attention to you. And 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 for us in the body of Christ, you know, we should have this on our mind on a daily basis that people are watching us. People are paying attention to our lives. And they're waiting to see how we are going to respond to life, to one another. And we should do it um, according to the gospel. Respond according to the word. Respond according to uh, the gospel. And when we, when we do that, we show people um, who God is. And we also show that... Um, we are for real, we're true and genuine. And with that, we also allow God to move in and out and through our lives. 
And as God do that, um, he's not only doing it for you, but he's doing it for those who are watching, who are close by. There, there, there isn't uh, any, um, if you will, secrets to living out um, the gospel and, and living. It's, it's just, it is what it is. You, <laughs> um, you, um, you walk in the, in the power of the Spirit of God um, through, um, through what Jesus has accomplished and uh, following the ways of Jesus as he's called us to, uh, to live in them. Um, and we will see uh, God do great things, and we will see him do, transform our lives and transform uh, the lives around us. Um, not because we have, you know, not because there's some secret or something, but because we're, um, we're not just intellectually understanding what Christianity is or the church is, but we're living out that life. We're living out the gospel, and um, and the question I would pose to our listeners on the podcast is: Do you believe that? And and I and I say it very lovingly, and I say it to myself as well, because oftentimes we'll. We do. We we say we're Christians, and we gather at the church, and we do all these things. But but sometimes the way that our life, the, what, what's being revealed sometimes in our lives, is is it, it's like we don't believe the gospel. It's like we don't believe that it can actually change people's lives, that it can actually change our lives. And and so I just want to encourage our listeners and myself of. Um, it's more than just a conversation. It's more than just um, um, this uh, idea. It is. Um, <laughs> it is a. It is a way of life to 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 follow the way of Jesus, to live in gospel community t- together, to lift one another up in the gospel, and to proclaim the good news of the gospel. In, um, in an everyday sense of the life, whether it's. Um, to ourselves, to our spouses, to our kids, to our neighbors, to uh, uh, the people we interact with throughout the day, and our coworkers and friends, and um, it it should be our our life. There should be no exception to it. It should be um, it shouldn't be awkward to um, to tell someone, "Hey, can I pray for you?" or "Is it okay if I pray with you over these things?" and it should be a normal thing. That should be. Do we believe in the power of prayer or not? Do we believe that that God is doing a work um, or not? And um, we should be we should be brave in this area. We should grow in this area um, within the the community aspect of the church. Bold with other believers in 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 praying for one another and for encouraging one another and pointing each other to Jesus but then also to the unbelieving world of pointing them to Jesus. You know, whether it, it doesn't matter whether they believe, um, believe in it or not. Um, it is the truth, the reality. And um, the question is, do you believe it? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. A scripture came to mind. Um, Galatians chapter 3, 28. Um, it says, uh, there is neither Jew nor Greek. 
There's neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you all, um, for you are all one, I'm sorry, in Christ Jesus. Mm. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I just love the faithfulness of God. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I love how God is faithful and keeps his promise. And because of Christ, I am an heir. You are an heir. Those who believe are heirs. Yes. And we are one. So, you know, there shouldn't be classism in the church. There shouldn't be racism in the church. There shouldn't be ageism in the church. There shouldn't be any isms and silos in the church, in mm. the body of Christ, amongst his people. We can be the body God desire us to be, the people God desire us to be. I hope that uh, uh, you guys have been enjoying these episodes of uh, Live the Bible. And if you haven't seen um, the other ones that uh, have been out or are coming out, I hope you get a chance to watch those. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share uh, if they're a blessing to you and you'd like to hear more. And thank you very much for listening. Live the Bible, a Biblicist podcast.